Natural selection, of course, provides the directing force by which organisms acquire features that fit them to their environments. Those individuals that have certain phenotypic features are more successful in the struggle for survival and reproductive success than others that have different features. If the phenotypic differences are heritable, then those features that enhance performance will tend to be amplified in later generations, giving the appearance of direction, design, and purpose. Heritable differences between organisms are encoded in their genomes, and these differences are produced by recombination and mutation. Sexual recombination scrambles the existing differences between two parental genomes, while mutation provides the ultimate source of this genetic variation. It is at the level of mutation that Darwinian evolution is, in essence, random and accidental. Let me be clear with respect to what evolutionary theory means, and does not mean, when we say that mutations are random and occur by chance. We do not mean that mutations occur at the same rate throughout a genome. In fact, some DNA sequences are more mutable than others. Nor do we mean that the environment plays no role in causing mutations. It does, as witnessed by mutagenic agents. Nor do we mean that organisms can exert no control whatsoever over the mutational process. In fact, organisms from bacteria to humans possess exquisite molecular machinery for proofreading their DNA and correcting errors during replication. What is important, however, is that mutations are random insofar as organisms cannot direct the production of particular mutations in response to their particular needs. Humans, through the tools of genetic engineering, are on the cusp, for better or worse, of directing some of our own mutations. Thus, mutations are genetic accidents, and they do not provide the design-like directionality given by natural selection. However, in their scattershot way, mutations provide the heritable variation that is needed for selection to proceed. Because more mutations are deleterious than are beneficial, much of natural selection consists of eliminating deleterious mutations. But some mutations produce useful features, and these have fueled the adaptation of organisms to their environments. Charles Darwin is justifiably renowned for presenting a coherent body of evidence to support the general proposition of organic evolution, and especially for discovering the principle of natural selection. But he was largely ignorant of hereditary mechanisms, including what we now call mutation. Even so, there was an important aspect of his reasoning that I think is not nearly as well recognized as it should be. That is, Darwin was remarkably clear in distinguishing between what he did understand, how natural selection could improve fitness across generations, and what he could not understand, the source of the variation on which selection acted. His chapter on Laws of Variation concludes as follows. Whatever the cause may be of each slight difference in the offspring from their parents, and a cause for each must exist, it is the steady accumulation through natural selection of such differences when beneficial to the individual that give rise to all the more important modifications of structure by which the innumerable beings on the face of this earth are enabled to struggle with each other and the best adapted to survive.